0: You're listening to The Breakdown Duo with Deb and T-Wise. They break it down to build you up. Let's join this mother-son duo as they break down tonight's hot topic. Hey everybody,
1: this is Deb and I'm here with my son T-Wise
0: oh man uh, what's up everybody
1: <laughs> i was freaking out because i wanted to say something really original today Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 it's yeah. been a good week and oh by the way thanks everybody for responding we have gotten so many emails in texas week and uh things that are happening in your life and things you're trying and ideas so thank you so fun to hear from you
0: um yeah a lot of response from that last one yeah
1: that we just got just got a text from one of our listeners who's making dinner with us in the kitchen so it's kind of fun to think about that you know here we are just people out on the walk and i I love that so Mm -hmm. So, Tyler, last week we had a good discussion and uh, it kind of led me to another thought I want to talk about this week. Okay. And so here's my thought. I'm going to start with a question for you. Why do you think it is so hard for people
0: to ask for help?
1: I know that's really broad, but.
0: I was really tempted to answer that with a, another question. No. Because, you know, uh, when people always go, oh, you answer questions with a question. Anyways, I wonder that. I... <laughs> You're tired. So I we're taking late tired. at night and tired been
1: working all day, so who knows where this will go?
0: Um, for me, I think it's pretty simple. I think it's... The same for everybody, just in different forms. It is um, pride and ego. And I say different forms, meaning some people don't struggle with it as much as others. Some people have no problem asking for help. Um, Other people will not ask anyone for help in their life. Um if it's the last thing I ever do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so there's varying degrees of it. Um, but at the end of the day, it simply comes down to pride and ego. I don't want people to know I'm struggling and have to go ask for help. I don't want to feel like I can't do it on my own, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, right. It's I get so. the I
1: get the I get both of those. It's a pride thing because I think a lot of times we're afraid to ask because we think people will think we're weak or we're not adequate or we're not capable. Uh, So we kind of make it all about us. But I think there's another element that goes along with that. And I think one of the reasons we don't ask is fear. We, you know, for one thing, we don't ask for help because... We don't want to be rejected. We fear
0: that you know nobody will help. <laughs> but doesn't that come back into your pride and your ego?
1: I think I think they're all connected. Yeah, I think they're all connected. But it, I, I think if someone
0: a- says no, I'm not going to help you. That really
1: pride. Yeah,
0: because yeah. you went out of your way. Yeah, to humble yourself to ask.
1: Yeah and that's the other part i was going to say i think it's the humility it's it's feeling like i have to be in control and if i if i ask help i could lose control
0: mm-hmm. and i
1: think that's that's part of that fear fear element
0: well i think so i know the topic that you wanted to talk about was asking for help and all things that go along with it um And I think there's a lot that we can cover on this, but I almost feel like the conversation, the topic is more about um, not thinking on behalf of other people. Mm. And that's one of the biggest things that people do is, is we all have a tendency of thinking on behalf of others, thinking we know what's going through their mind. For I'll give you an example. You walk into a crowded room and all of a sudden you notice that um you know you got put paper on your shoe or something. <laughs> and instantly you think that the entire room is looking at you.
1: Yeah.
0: And and they probably are. In reality, no one could care less who you are, why you walked in the room, they're busy in their own conversations doing their own thing, but you're now thinking about everybody else and what they're thinking, right? Um, and same thing like in sales. Sales, people have a really hard time with this concept where they go in and, and they think, oh, well, they're asking a lot of questions, which means they're probably not interested. When we learned that questions are good things It means that they haven't said no and they're inquisitive so if you just get out of your own way out of your own head Mm -hmm. and you allow people to tell you what they're really thinking by asking questions whatever so i'm saying all this because you we go back to humility we go back to pride and the first step in that is you have to actually ask and before we ask, we start thinking all the what ifs. Well, what if they s- say no? Um, what are they going to think if I do ask them this? Are they going to think less of me from now on? Um, no one probably knows I'm in the position I'm in, and I don't want people to know. And they're going to think I'm a terrible person if I go and ask for help, you know, mm-hmm. if I need to go to rehab or, you know, so. Excuse me. Maybe, yeah, that makes me think. Maybe part
1: of the problem that I see with people asking for help, and what we're talking about, is the simple fact that we don't. We maybe it's the way we ask, and maybe it's the way we offer. Because I was thinking about, you know, I was 16 when my dad died, and I. I literally, it's it's one of those things that's imprinted on my soul, so to speak. I can see the seven days of mourning. I can see what happened, people coming to that. I can just visualize it, mm-hmm. just sitting right here. And the one thing I can remember is couple after couple, person after person, coming up to my mom, who was 46 years old and saying, Claudia, anything you need. We are here for you. We are going to take care of you. You can call us for anything. And Tyler, I don't, I don't think it was a month before my mom needed something, and there was just nobody to call. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy to say that, and so all what what I think would be great is if we could all learn, like. Things like, for instance, if if there's a death in the family, like with with us, or a sickness, or a job loss, or a uh, like like our friends, our good friends who have seven kids. What about if you say, uh, "I'm going to Costco. Do you need anything? Because I could grab it and drop it by."
0: Yeah.
1: Or I'm going to whatever. Uh, could I stop and get you something? Mm-hmm. Or can I just stop by? Or do you need a night out? Why don't we take your seven kids and let you have a night out? Mm-hmm. That'd be a shocker. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's that we don't get creative enough because we're so self-focused. And then then those who don't ask, uh, this I got thinking about this because I had coffee with a friend today. And during this windstorm, their fence blew down. And they can't build their own fence. They can't put it up. And some people have stepped up to do it for them. And I happen to ask her, is that hard? And it was crazy because they have been pastors their whole life. So mm. they've given their whole life. And now all of a sudden they're at an age where they can't do things. And so they're needing to humble themselves and ask for help. And, It is so hard, but I loved what she said. I'm, I tell myself and my husband every day, we have to be gracious about this. We have to be gracious. We have to be thankful. We don't need to stand there and tell them how to do it. You know, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, No, I agree. Um, You know, one of the things that I've really tried to put into practice kind of along those lines of careful how you ask or how you offer rather mm-hmm. um, same thing with prayer you know people are like oh I'll pray for you ah. man uh, 99 out of 100 times I'll bet those people forgot and never actually prayed and so one of the things that I have really tried to do is I'll say that and I know I'm probably going to go home and get distracted and forget all about it. Yeah. So I try to say, I'll pray for you. Can I pray for you right now?
1: Oh, that's so
0: good. And then I don't leave until I have a chance to pray over him. And then that way, if I do forget later on, which there is a pr- pretty high probability that will happen, mm-hmm. I've already... Done at least one prayer Mm -hmm. in person and um you know my my promise isn't going totally empty. That is such a good point. Yeah, that
1: is such a good point. In fact, Tyler, that happened to me last night. I was at an event and somebody asked me a question and I kind of said, Would you pray me for me over this? And they said, Yeah, let's just do that right now. Mm -hmm. And we were kind of in a meeting and I went, Yes, that was so cool. That's a great point.
0: Yeah, so like you're saying, you know, if um, if you know people might need help, obviously there's always asking how can help. What what do you need specifically? That type of thing. Um, but I don't think we always have to wait for people to ask. Yeah, that's know, good. Right, that's well, good. Well, like you're saying though, the like the Costco trip. Some sometimes the best things that we can do for people is just go out of our way to do something great for them like that. Like, you know what? I'm just going to drop a couple pop and Murphy pizzas that aren't cooked yet off to a family and say, Hey, dinner's on me tonight. Oh, I love that idea. And, you know, maybe they had a stressful day. Like you don't know and do it spontaneously. Because it, it might be the the very night that they just needed that. Yeah. And yeah, um, I mean, it doesn't have to be something like that, but you gave a bunch of great examples like, Hey, oh. let me babysit your kids, yes, for this night. Let me do this. Let me, you know, hey, we got a beach house. Why don't you take your family out to the beach house for the weekend? You know, use our property, like, yeah,
1: exactly. No, there's so many opportunities, you know, you said a word, and I think. That's a key. I think you hit on it, Tyler. It's the word spontaneous. That's how this gets to be fun. You uh you just do it. Mm -hmm. You don't think it through, then you don't talk yourself out of it or talk yourself into it. You just do it. You're out at the grocery store, and you just grab an extra gallon of milk and drop it off. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I mean, you know, these families—they they never have enough milk. Yeah, I, I talked to one family; they go through five gallons a week. That night, it takes us like two weeks to go through
0: one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I, I heard—I I heard this. <laughs> I, heard, I heard a funny thing about milk. I think it was a meme. <laughs> where, yeah, it was. It was a meme. So God is up in heaven, and uh, he's looking down, and he's. He's like, man, I created goats, and I created cows, and I, and he just started listening off. here's all the animals that produce milk, and you went with almonds, (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Like,
0: like, like, I didn't provide enough options <laughs> for you.
1: So, that's
0: great. Yeah, I got a kick out of that one. Oh, that's
1: but, great. Yeah. Well, I just think we're on to something. You know, these these whole topics we've been talking really just about reconnecting. And I, I just think that is you, you just don't know as you go through a day.
0: Mm-hmm. So here here's something that I know my friends and I have done. And I, we didn't talk about this. I think we all did it naturally because it works. And we just kind of figured it out by ourselves, individually. So usually when we're driving home from work, instead of just listening to music and rush hour or whatever, um, we use that 20 minutes or that 30 minutes to call each other.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: And so you know all of my good good friends don't live in the same city as me right they're all in different cities or different states so the only way that we can really stay in touch and i mean we're not big social media people so um is to utilize that driving time and Mm -hmm. talk to each other while we're driving and the, the amazing thing about it is because there's no other distractions, you're just on the road going from one destination to the other, and you know you have 20 minutes, whatever. Um, we actually stay in better communication because of that. Simple practice, um, as opposed to being like, oh, I really need to reach out to so-and-so um, you know, I should try them this weekend when we're not so busy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not going to happen. I know, right? but it's like, oh, I'm driving home. Hey, let me call my my buddy real quick. Yeah. Oh, hey, man. And then, okay, let's talk next week. So now all of a sudden, <sighs> we've got five days out of the week to try each other, play a little phone tag. But at some point, you know, we're gonna hit connect yeah. and have a great conversation, catch up, and so
1: and that just that just makes your day doesn't it especially my friend Ann. every once in a while i'll just look down and there's her name on my phone Mm -hmm. and i love it just what are you doing i'm you know how's it going and you know we talk and i love that quick
0: connection well my buddy you'll get a kick out of this (laughs) my friend jeremy um we have this weird dialogue where
1: <laughs> I love Jeremy
0: we we say things and we try and hype each other up and we do it in a way that is uh, <clears throat> like if you had no idea what we were saying you'd be like, what's wrong with those guys you know <laughs> I mean they they're possessed or something it's <laughs> but to us like it all makes sense and it's it's really funny to us so. I left one of those voicemails because he didn't answer. And I just, I went off on the voicemail for maybe 15, 20 seconds. And I just crazy hyped and excited. And so on all the new cell phones, you know, it transcribes your voice message. Oh. So you can read the preview before you listen to it. At least on iPhones, I don't know that. Yeah. Android. Not mine. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> it does that on, on, iphones and when i leave a message like that the iphone can't transcribe it so it says it says non-transcribable and he knows whether or not he wants to listen to it whether it's transcribable or not because if it can't transcribe he's like oh this is gonna be a good one i can't wait to hear it so then he automatically calls me back. See, know?
1: there's no reason in this day and age we shouldn't be encouraging each other and reaching out like that. Yeah. I have a friend, Abby. She and I do Marco Polo. And she'll send me Marco Polo sometimes that are like 10 or 15 minutes long. And I'm sure somebody else wouldn't listen to them. I love them. Yeah, I'll be in the car, I'll turn it on and I feel like I talked to her the whole way. And then I'll send her, I'm not I don't do those long ones very often, but I love those. There's so many ways to communicate. And yeah, so, well, and Tyler, I've learned so much on this Bible study I'm writing um, because it's just not my gift. I have the thought; I, I know what I want to say. You, will but, you stop saying that? Uh, no, I'm so gifted. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think anybody that has the ability to, to write a book and get it published has um, a gift for writing.
1: Yeah. Well, you're right. I need to not say that. So what I was trying to say is that the 12 or 13 women who have come alongside to help me have been remarkable. Mm -hmm. And I am so glad I asked for help because the input that they've given, um, it's, it is even during our discussions and our zoom calls a couple people have gotten emotional about some illustration or something yeah that's that's the kind of sharing that
0: well and i maybe this is a valuable lesson and and maybe a good way to bring all this home is that um i saw a transformation in your attitude towards the process mm. So you asked for help, and initially you didn't like the help you were receiving.
1: Oh, it was tough
0: because you <laughs> were putting your heart out on the paper, yeah, and then you were getting very strong feedback. Yes, and it was all good.
1: Oh, absolutely! But,
0: but I could tell when you came out of a a, a Zoom meeting that. I was drained. You you were drained emotionally and you almost looked like you got punched in the face, you know, and um, um, metaphorically speaking. So, um, but now when you talk about it, you're way more excited. You, I could tell that you're taking the feedback and running with it and um, you're far more receptive. So. I think that the more that we practice, just like everything that we talk about, this is just another area of our life, asking for help. The more we practice asking for help or the more we practice offering our help, the better we're going to get at it. Mm -hmm. The the better we will receive it, the better we will offer it and then act on our offer. Um, Yep. So...
1: Yeah, and, and and just like anything, we rob people of a blessing sometimes when we don't ask for help. Because I got a call, I got a text from my son today. <laughs> this one sitting in front of me and he said, hey, mom, I have a huge favor. Could you bring your vacuum over to my apartment <laughs> and help me clean? And those of you who are moms out there, you know, that was so fun his vacuum's broken so that's what he needed but we man we spruced your place up i was proud of you it wasn't that bad but it looks awesome it took an hour an hour and we had so much fun doing it and i'd have gotten robbed of of that
0: moment if you hadn't just said mom could you please help well the funny thing is you know because your your herring is getting a little worse I was vacuuming the other room and you told me an entire story at the time. (laughs) (laughs) So I have no idea what that story was about.
1: (laughs) I gotta tell you that one later. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for
0: listening.
1: Don't forget to subscribe.
0: Thank you for joining this broadcast with the breakdown duo of Dev and T-Wise. Share this podcast with someone that might help and hit subscribe. See you next week as the duo breaks it down to build you up.